Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM. And if you like to make a comment or send us an SMS in regard to this program, you can always um, text me on 0401-305-077. The number is 0401-305-077. Have a pen ready if you like to, because uh, we'll mention this number. We have a special offer, which later on will come to that. And um, you will be very happy to receive a wonderful book today um, just uh, have uh, something handy there to write a number in case if you missed it um, we'll give it uh, to you as we go to this program you can also visit our website faithfm.com.au or write an email info at faithfm.com.au and we have some other offers there if um, if you like to visit us this program today, it's a very interesting one, but I would like, uh, first of all, to introduce um, the programs which we are going to, uh, to discuss during uh, the week. The main topic is falling in love with Jesus. And we are going to ask questions like, is Jesus more than a great moral teacher? Does the resurrection matter? Is it arrogant to suggest Jesus the only way to salvation? Or what does it mean to accept Jesus as Savior? I believe these are very, very important questions to ask each, each Christian. And I will uh, encourage that those people who may have different understanding about Jesus Christ will um, tune in and listen to this program for the whole week. But today it's a very um, personal uh, question for every Christian. And it was even hard for me to think of this uh, question, did Jesus really exist? And you'll say, sure, from a Christian point of view, you cannot think of other way. But don't jump too quick to that conclusion because they may, there may be people who may have different uh, uh, approach, different thinking about this. But our co-host today is Joseph uh, Maticic and uh, Joseph is the General Secretary for the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. It's good to have you with us, Joseph, again. Yeah, hello, Nick. Great to be here. Look, Joseph, as I mentioned um, in this introduction, when I asked that question, did Jesus really exist? I mean, for me as a Christian or practicing Christian, for yourself, yeah. I believe that question doesn't have a sense. No, because, uh, yeah, for me, I would say, of course, Jesus existed and my whole faith is based on Jesus, um, who, who uh, not only existed, uh, but who, 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 who's, who's, eternal who who came here lived on this earth 
um, who died, who rose again, yes. and he lives forevermore. Um, he is in heaven, and I believe he's coming back soon. So, yeah, for me, my, my entire faith as a Christian is based on the very fact that he uh, certainly uh, existed and he does still exist. Yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, uh, we'll, we are going to, to deal with this in the uh, next programs. Uh, if Jesus was just a moral teacher, uh, some may say that he was a great man, yeah. you know, a good teacher or even a prophet, uh, but we'll learn during the week uh, a bit more about Jesus. But if we are going to um, to look into the Bible, to allow the Bible to see what the Bible can say about Jesus himself, probably this is the thing where we want to, to look in uh, today. Yeah, um, we'll certainly start there, Nick. We will start, and uh, I like how you you know put it there, sort of in, in the introduction. For us, this is this is a question that it's so obvious. It, 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 people might even sort of wonder, well, why do we need to even raise this question? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it just goes without saying that Jesus existed. However, like as you alluded to, though, Nick, uh, not everybody uh, would 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 hold that, that that strong belief, or even more so, Nick. Um, particularly in, in in this day and age in Australia, um, you know, things are questioned. Everything's questioned, yeah. and uh, we need to uh, we who may believe that Jesus existed, um, we need to understand on what basis do we say that Jesus existed? Where is the evidence? Mm-hmm. Uh, how can we share that, Nick? For instance, with uh, others in uh, others, our friends, neighbours, those in our community who who may not believe that. Um, uh, that that that's a f- that that actually does uh, p- mean that it is a significant question that does need to be raised mm-hmm. uh, because if if Jesus does not, not exist then um, as as the apostle Paul explained in First Corinthians fifteen then our whole faith is in vain yes uh, and uh, we we have just believed a, a fable essentially so it actually is a, uh, it is crucial to to explore this and and um, and also Nick. Uh, which we'll look at in just a moment as we as we get into this uh, today. Uh, we, we're going to see uh, on what basis, what what evidence is there uh, that Jesus was actually a historical figure? Mm-hmm. Um, what evidence is there beyond just that that we say, "Oh, the Bible says so," because uh, for for many people, well, the Bible isn't. Um, considered as the you know, in holy word of God, inspired word of God, and so t- to them that they see that that well, that's just internal evidence. Yeah, uh, of course, you Christians are going to say that the Bible says that, uh, but do you have anything outside of the Bible? Mm-hmm. So we're going to start in the Bible, Nick, but we're going to actually spend a lot of time looking at other evidence sources. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, oh, that's so, great. That's yeah. great. And um, then, how would you like Joseph just to start with some uh, passages in the Bible? Sure, sure. Yeah, I want to take us to um, to the Gospel of John. Uh, John, uh, this is this is a, a great one to look at because John was a disciple of Jesus, as we know, um, and uh, he has written um, his gospel. That's the biography of Jesus, um, and um, and what we find there is uh, an interesting statement that that John said about Jesus. Uh, he said this in John chapter twenty, verses thirty and thirty-one. John twenty. 30 and 31. Important passage. Uh, John says this, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. Mm-hmm. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, 
the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Um, and then, so, yeah, so John here is, is indicating uh, that there's a lot more that Jesus did yep. than what's just written in the Bible. Uh, and then, and then, if we go on um, in the next chapter, John twenty-one and verse twenty-five. Here's here's the key. This this is a key. John twenty-one verse twenty-five. Uh, it says here. Now, this is the very last verse of the Gospel of John. Mm-hmm. Very last verse. And John says this in his Gospel here. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down. I suppose that even the whole world would not have enough room for the books that would be written. Right. The Bible itself indicates clearly that Jesus existed. Um, we uh, we find that John himself said, you know, the, the, these things happened and I've written it down, but there are other things as well. Then we come to uh, another uh, passage. This is in Second Peter, right, written by Peter. He was also a disciple of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Second Peter, chapter chapter one, and verse sixteen. Peter says this: "For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of His Majesty." Mm. Key there uh, that Peter states. Referring to Jesus, saying we didn't follow cleverly devised stories. It wasn't just a, some cleverly devised fable uh, when we're talking about Jesus. Rather, we were eyewitnesses. Mm. So the Bible... The most credible uh, source. That's exactly right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So what we find here is the Bible itself states that Jesus clearly existed. Mm. Uh uh, we, we see that from directly from those that were actually with him. Then uh, uh, a, a couple more passages, uh, if I can, um, from 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 Scripture, from the Bible here. Sure. Uh, Acts chapter four and uh, and verse thirteen. Uh, this is now this is now a few years later after Jesus' time here on earth. So this is where it gets a bit more significant, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Acts chapter 4, verse 13, talks about uh, the Jewish leaders uh, who had arrested Peter and John. Yes. Um, and they said there, it says here in verse 13, when they, that is when the Jewish leaders saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Right. Very important passage there. You see even from um, those people who didn't really like Jesus or, uh, you know, they were against. But they had to point out this man must have been with Jesus. The way they talk, the way they uh, act uh, and so on. And, you know, you uh, earlier you mentioned that in John um, that... Uh, so many things could have been said about Jesus. And that was very soon after Jesus ascended. You That's know, right. I mean, not, uh, you know, hundreds of years and so on and so forth. But interesting enough, if Jesus will live in our time now, if something happened in the next second, uh, all around the world, people will hear about him, but not yes. back in those days. Yeah. I believe there were people still around the disciples. Disciples came across some people who didn't have a 
uh, a chance to meet Jesus personally or to hear from Jesus. Mm. And uh, probably already in their mind or started some questions, you know, because you know how it is. Uh, we are very, as humans, very easy to to be well, you know what, Nick? That that is a really important point you're raising there because you know we we have the um we have the saying today, doubting Thomas. Yes. No, don't be a doubting Thomas. Now, where do we get that from? Well, actually, that comes from that comes from the Bible. That actually comes from uh, the Gospel of John. Yeah. Thomas was was one of the the disciples of Jesus who uh, had heard that Jesus had been resurrected, but he wouldn't believe it until he saw for himself. And he actually said, I'm not going to believe until I actually get to put my uh, finger, you know, remember how it says it? Mm-hmm. In, in, you know, in his wounds, until I touch, until I see. And, uh, and Jesus gently, uh, later he gets to see actually Jesus, and Jesus kind of uh, rebukes him uh, for, you know. For Unbelief, yeah. That's right. And mm. he said, you know, you, you believe because you see. But blessed are those who believe who do not see. Yes. And what I'm getting at here uh, with all of this, uh, Nick, is that um, – John wrote his gospel. Now, he actually wrote it a number of years later. Uh, he, he wrote it as an older man, and he's writing to people who weren't alive when Jesus lived. Right. And he's writing to them, and we saw this at the, at the beginning there in John 20. He says, these things are written so that um, you might believe that Jesus is the Christ. This is John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31. Uh, you might believe that Jesus is the Christ. He's writing to the to those that lived a number of years later yeah. that were not al- around alive. Um, and so they had to take their word. And John wants them to, to know you can be certain that Jesus was real, that he did exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why he puts the story of Thomas in there uh, because uh, people might say, oh, well, you know, we didn't. We weren't around there. We're not sure. You know, we may not be sure. Or wouldn't it have been great to have been there to actually see for ourselves? And John's writing to say, it doesn't matter that you weren't alive at the time because you can still believe you can that Jesus will not not, not only existed, but more than that. And uh, and I think this is the whole uh, point of this. And we, we can probably get to this at mm-hmm. the end and as as we go on in the next uh, presentations. Uh, but the whole point of it is that it's not just a matter of think him being a historical person. But he actually was who he claimed to be, the Son of God. And that's yeah. what John is saying, that by believing you may have eternal life. Yeah. And these people, uh, like uh, John himself and all the disciples, they were very well recognized in the community as a changed man. That's right. And they uh, uh, were respected, even though the the teachers of the law, as you said, recognized that about themselves. Exactly, yes. They were with Jesus and they learned uh, from Jesus. And... Uh, now, the words they saying through these uh, letters, you know, or through these writings, uh, it's very encouraging, actually, for those people who were not present to see some for themselves, something like that, because that comes from the uh, direct, from the eyewitnesses. That's right. Mm. That's right. Very so, important. Yeah. So, evidence number one that we know that Jesus existed is that the... the the Bible itself, the, the 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 accounts that we have there themselves, and we'll, we'll, I'll get into that in just a moment, a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, the the clear evidence is there is that there are people who who were around when Jesus was alive, who, as you said, Nick, whose lives were changed by it, and who wrote about it, so, you know, um, soon after. And even some time later. Yeah. So we ha- we have clear evidence there from from the Bible itself that Jesus 
clearly clearly existed um, uh, and then uh, so there was uh, Peter and John um, people recognized that they had been with Jesus um, somebody else Paul a number of years later uh, he testified um, before Governor Felix, mm-hmm. even King Agrippa, and even the Caesar in Rome, yes. that Jesus was a historical person. Um, so we have the the Bible itself as evidence. Um, now, going building on from that one, the second line of evidence that I wanted to mention, Nick, is um, what we call the the biographies themselves. Now we call them the four Gospels: mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, two of these. Matthew and John were were disciples of Jesus, so they were actual eyewitnesses. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, that's Matthew and John. Mark was a companion of Peter, uh, who's probably the best known of, of mm. the disciples mm. of Jesus. Uh, and so Mark was his companion, and so he he would have heard a lot from Peter. And so he records it. So clearly uh, he's recording things that he'd heard of someone that really did exist. And then John uh, – sorry, and then the, the, the other one, Luke. Luke, yep. Um, he, here's the interesting thing, and, I, and I'll, I'll, this, is, this is an important verse to, to share. Um, it's the opening verses of Luke's gospel. Uh, Luke chapter 1, uh, Luke chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. Um, Remember, Luke was not part of the disciples. Yes. Okay, so he wasn't part of the, the group. But uh, here's what he says. Uh, and notice how this is helpful, these, these, these words. Luke 1, verses 1 to 4. He says, Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Let me just pause there for a moment. So Luke is saying that um, yeah, many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled. It's referring to the events surrounding Jesus. Yeah. And he says others have written about him. But then he says, and, and uh, this in verse 3, With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning... I, too, decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus. Mm-hmm. He's actually addressing here, his name, he names a uh, specific individual yep. by the name of Theophilus, a, uh, a believer here sometime later. And uh, Luke is saying to him, he's saying to him, I decided also to write an orderly account for you so that you may know, this is verse 4, so that you may know the certainty of the things that you have been taught. So what, what's he been taught? Uh, he's been taught about Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but what Luke's saying is, so look, th- th- there's various accounts of there, but I've decided that I'm also going to uh, write an orderly account. Uh, so what we have here Luke doing is uh, he said, I'm going to research this. And, um, and so he's researching all the other accounts. This is really interesting. This is really, really important to us. It's important because Luke's gospel is one where he has he, he has researched the evidence, uh, and and the evidence is: Did Jesus really exist? Uh, did did the things that he 
claim to have done? Did they actually happen? Did those miracles take place? Did the people that were around there actually, were they there? And most, most significantly, his events about his life, his, his death mm. and his resurrection, did that take place? And Luke documents it, and guess what? He records it as well, which means that, yeah, that there is clear evidence that Jesus certainly existed. It's not just based on one person saying it. Yep. It's not just based on a group that were that were that that were with Jesus, who were you know who might have all still colluded anyway. Yeah, yep. um, made up a story that that Jesus actually existed. Uh, it's even others who weren't part of that inner circle who've researched evidence and found that yep, yes, he certainly existed. And uh, and not only that, but what's being said about him, predominantly that story is. Is it can be verified as having taken place? Yeah, and that's uh, is not just a biased approach. No, uh, and very interesting here with the res- to research something because many times even today you can form around your um, uh, you know uh, understanding theology doctrine whatever you want uh, just because of of some things you hear here and there you know but how important it is to search. To go to a bit deeper into things, to and it comes in mind that those people from Berea, you know, is mentioned in the oh, Bible yes, that they yes. were they were people who searched the Bible to see if they, whatever they've been told is so. Is so, yeah. Mm. Well, that's right. You, you know, Nick. It, for example, when when you um, when you're doing you know further study, particularly in uh, university yeah. uh, and tertiary kind kind of studies, and you're, you're given assignments. You're given topics to research. You, you, you have to present information, and really, at, at um, what what your professor, your lecturers, what they're really expecting in the assignments is you can't just say um, yes, an event occurred, or, or yes, th- th- this is the case, whatever the topic may be. What they're really looking forward I- for is for evidence. evidence. They want evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so they want you to show evidence that that's 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 credible um, from a number of different sources. Yes, um, that's essentially what an, writing an assignment um, or an essay or researching a topic requires for for our academic level. What we have here, for example, with the Gospel of Luke, really, Nick, is 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 we've got someone here who's researched that evidence to show us um, that yeah, there are a number of sources. He's researched them. And it's documented, and look, here it is, uh, the, the life of Jesus as essentially is portrayed in the other Gospels is verified, and so he, Jesus yeah. did really exist. No, oh, that's great. And as Luke, you, as we know, as Dr. Luke, you know, uh, was even that uh, sort of thing, he was very meticulous, very particular in finding out, and uh, when he passed information, there's not something just... Uh, uh, Taking the risk that somewhere in between, you know, there, there can be some, uh, you know, misunderstanding or something. Totally searched out right. and say, now you can believe what I'm saying that yeah. uh, it's true. Uh, the others that were with Jesus, a number of them really were, were, were you know, um, that, they weren't really educated people. Mm. Uh, and so it, it, it could be said, well, you know what? Can you really trust those people then? They, you know, what they were on about. But you're right, Luke. Uh, we we understand was yeah, a, a medical physician mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, educated himself and is verifying here the evidence. So so Nick, yeah, what we've seen is the Bible. The Bible itself clearly states that Jesus existed, uh, and by extension, we have um, not just one reference to it, not just one book, not just one biography. Mm-hmm. 
on the life of Jesus, and this is significant. We have we have four biographies. That's the four Gospels: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We have four, which indicates that he clearly existed, uh, because you've got at least four of these that are recorded here, and uh, and there, are, there there would be there would have been other recordings uh, about his life. Uh, which, which were around, and we'll we'll touch on yeah. some. And some people may even uh, ask themselves, uh, why do you have you know for pretty much telling you the same thing, you know, similar? But in, you know how it is in the in the Bible. If two or three things has been said, the, the same thing, it's certain. That's right. It's certain. It's it's uh, backing up, if you like. You know, uh, yeah, that's a very good uh, observation. Yeah, yeah. We, you think of some of the major events in history, World mm. War One. You will find a lot of information describing various elements of it. Yes. Right? You, it, everyone knows World War One definitely occurred, and we have lots of different accounts and historical books. Same with the life of Jesus. Yeah, even for those people who live today, a long time ago, yeah. I mean, a long time after the Second World War, for example, who may not have that understanding, but because of the historical, um, uh, you know, uh, records, uh, you you believe in that. And I have people who said, um, uh, ask me that question, Joseph. Okay, I will believe Jesus exists if I will see Jesus, if I can touch, if I yeah. can. How can you tell me that He exists? You know, and. Um, yeah, probably we'll, uh, we'll give a bit of more detail in about this uh, with another occasion, but I just simply said a part of all these things in the Bible, as you mentioned, uh, even uh, historical figures like uh, King Agrippa, like others, you know, uh, uh, in the Bible recognize that Jesus existed. Uh, I said, when you have a personal relationship with Jesus, you mm-hmm. know, in, in our case now, because how should we be certain and uh, assured that Jesus is working in our life, the miracle of salvation, which we'll touch on uh, another program a, well, b- a little bit more. The very fact we have this station, we have Faith FM, yeah. and uh, we're, we're broadcasting and we're sharing all about you know, Jesus and uh, who he is, what he's done, his, his message, what he, you know, his belief. is clear evidence that 2,000 years later, Nick, we have people whose lives are continued to be changed by this man who who existed. Very good, very good. All right, let's uh, continue. And um, I believe, um yeah. So we, we now get into some other evidence, Nick. Mm. That uh, other evidence that Jesus existed. I want the next grouping that I want to talk about is the documentary evidence. The documentary evidence. Um, now, what we mean by that is this: when we when we consider the uh, the four gospels, which were biographies of the life of Jesus, uh, it's one thing to 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 have these four records: mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But a critical question to ask is: how do we know that those four gospels were actually uh, ac- are accurate that, that that they've been preserved over time. Um, you know, they they are they uh, are they trustworthy? Were they reliably preserved? In short, the answer is yes, they were. Nick, you see, when we when we talk about um, the books of the Bible, uh, we have to uh, uh, state that we actually don't have any original manuscripts of the Bible. Yes. Yes. We simply don't have that. All we have is copies 
of copies of copies. But what the New Testament has in its favor is the unprecedented number of copies that have survived. Mm, mm. And when, when these are compared, we find that there is a remarkable similarity between them. Uh, now, going further, uh, we have translations from the original uh, manuscripts, and the original ones were written in, in, Greek, in Greek. Yes. We have translations into other languages, such as into Latin and, and some into, into Syriac. Um, so that that that's interesting. So we don't have any original manuscripts. We have only copies of copies. So how do we know that what we have has been well preserved? Mm. Uh, there is a, it's some interesting I- information on this, Nick. And let, let, let me share this with with, with our listeners. Um, w- notice how this compares with other an- ancient documents. Uh, for example, when we when we consider um some uh some some other uh, really old old documents um we we find this uh, we we find that um Tacitus the Roman historian from 116 AD we have only one copy of his first six books that was copied in 850 AD. Mm. We only have one copy of his six books. By contrast, we have over 5,000 New Testament Greek manuscripts. You see that? Yes. We, we, you know, so uh, a document from 116 AD, which is, which, is, which is about what? We're talking about 50, no, um, uh, 50 to 100 years after the time of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have six books. Uh, sorry, we we have only one copy of his six books. Uh, but in the new of the New Testament, we have over five thousand copies, which means that it's been well preserved uh, and, and and popular. That's also. right. We mean to have so many copies, you know. That's right. The next one outside of the Bible uh, that of an ancient document is Homer's Iliad, which has six hundred and fifty copies of it. Um, as 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 one as has been put, uh, the New Testament has not only survived in more manuscripts, but it is more purer form than any other book. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what we're saying simply this: uh, uh, this is this is the documentary evidence. Yes, uh, we have copies of copies. We have a vast amount of copies, indicating that clearly um, th- there there were originals. Sure, sure, they've been lost over time, but clearly there were originals, Nick, and uh, and whilst we have copies of copies, they have been well preserved over time. Oh, that's great, that's great. Uh, hey, Joseph, uh, just before we moving on and to look to some other evidence yep. uh, outside of the Bible, uh, I would like to play a song this time and um, learn more about Jesus. Let's listen to this. This is Faith FM. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with you. We are talking today about did Jesus really exist?
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is Joseph Matichik. We are talking today about did Jesus really exist? And uh, we were looking at uh, passages in the Bible uh, where we have the records of uh, the existence of Jesus. But uh, we are going to look also, Joseph, uh, for more evidence even uh, from outside of the Bible. Yes. Now, we have also an offer today um, for our listeners. Would you like to just um, uh, take us through the the book which we are going to offer today called uh, uh, Desire of Ages? Yes, we always love to offer to uh, to our listeners um, some really top reading material uh, where they can really deepen their study. And the book, The Desire of Ages, uh, is a book that was written just over 100 years ago. Um, it is a book that's... that. That's essentially on the life of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it goes through uh, his life from, from his birth, uh, his ministry, uh, and then um, his, his miracles, his teachings, and then um, covers his, his suffering, his death, and his resurrection. Uh, the Desire of Ages is a, is a, Nick, is a classic. Mm. It's a classic. It, it's a brilliant book, wonderful uh, description and commentary. Uh, it, it's a great spiritual uh, book. It, it's uh, really wonderful reading. It, it'll it'll expand on the life of Jesus, um, uh, the, the the gospels. Um, it, it it essentially works through uh, chronologically his life, and uh, it, it's a great aid to um, to understanding the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, any any person out there who who's seeks to follow Christ and wants to, to deepen their knowledge of him, highly recommend it. The Desire yeah. of Ages by Lynn White. Yeah, and we'd like to you to have it in your uh, library. It's a valuable book uh, to have. It's uh, not a very, just a simple uh, little booklet. It's uh, it's a quite solid book. It is. Uh, um, but, that, uh, yeah, but very important to every Christian who should have it in yeah. his uh, But each library. chapter is, is, yeah, it's fairly compact, uh, mm. not, not too long, um, and um, a great, uh, a great read. Yeah, and again, the number uh, which you can send a text right now as you listen is zero four zero one three zero five zero seven seven. And um, if you send me an SMS, uh, I'll make sure that you'll have this book delivered to your door uh, here, particularly in uh, South Australia. Uh, but um, if you like to text from wherever you are, uh, we'll make sure that this book uh, uh, arrives at your door. We also encourage you to visit our website, uh, faithfm.com.au, or write an email to info at faithfm.com.au. And also, I'd like to thank all those uh, people who send messages to us uh, and requesting the um, the books and DVDs or CDs we give out. Uh, for some of you waiting right now, it's on the way, just to, to come to your uh, door very soon. Hey, Joseph... Um, how can you share with us a little bit more evidence from um, outside of the Bible about the existence of Jesus? What we have met, talked about so far, Nick, has been uh, to show that the Bible clearly uh, states that Jesus did exist. Uh, we have not just one or two, but we have four different accounts of his life, that the four Gospels, mm-hmm. uh, and so we have we have clear evidence that Jesus uh, certainly existed. We also looked at the documentary evidence, uh, which showed us that um, whilst we don't have any original copies of, of those biographies, uh, we have copies of copies, yeah. and uh, we, have, we have thousands of them, 
and they've been translated in other languages. Um, so yet another line of evidence is a documentary evidence that shows us that, uh, uh, that, that, that he did exist. Now, that's all kind of good and well, but uh, what, what really we also need to, to explore and ask is, do we actually have any other references to Jesus outside of the Bible, mm. uh, beyond people who were, who, you know, who, who believed in him? Followers of Jesus. That's right, yeah. that's right, because yeah. that, you know, and it's fair enough. It can be said, well, those people are biased. Of course, they're going to want to uh, mention him and talk about him and such. So do we actually have any other uh, real evidence uh, that refers to Jesus outside of the Bible? The answer is, Nick, yes, there is. Mm. Let me share some. Um, we have um, a number of people that refer to Jesus um, some, some years later. And that's also significant, Nick. So we're, we're talking about the fact that this is uh, a few years later. The first person I want to mention is Josephus. Josephus was a Jewish historian writing in the first century, um, around 60 AD. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about 30 years after the life of Jesus. Uh, G- Josephus was a Jewish priest who grew up as an aristocrat in first century Palestine and ended up living in Rome supported by the patronage of uh, three successive emperors. Mm. In the early days of the first Jewish revolt against Rome, Josephus was a commander in Galilee, but he soon surrendered and became a prisoner of war. Um, And uh, he then actually prophesied that his conqueror, the Roman commander Vespasian, would become emperor. And uh, when this actually happened, Vespasian freed him. Now, um, Josephus, uh, he, he wrote... Uh, a cu- uh, some interesting statements. Uh, he, uh, remember, he's a, he's a Jewish historian. Uh, here's one thing that he wrote. He, he wrote, um, being therefore this kind of person, uh, referring to Annas, thinking that he had a favorable opportunity because Festus had died and Albinus was still on his way, called a meeting of judges and brought into it the brother of Jesus who is called Messiah, James by name, and some others. He made the accusation that they had transgressed the law and he handed them over to be stoned. Mm. Okay, that, let me just pause there. So that's, that's one thing that Josephus wrote. Uh, did you pick up there that he's talking about a, someone who was the brother of Jesus who is called Messiah? Yes, yeah. but, and saying the name, saying James, uh, that the brother of Jesus. Yeah, mm. and, and so that's right, James by name, yeah. So what's interesting here is he refers to Jesus, he refers to the brother of Jesus, and he, when he refers to Jesus, he, he refers to him who is called the Messiah. Um, that's important, Nick, because uh, back then both James and Jesus were common names. Mm. So having someone just make a reference to Jesus wouldn't have wouldn't be that significant. It'd be like today in in Australian or in English writings about someone called John or yes or David, you know, yes. it's it's a very common name. Um but but he distinguished it a bit more. So Jesus was actually a common name back then, very common name. Mm-hmm. Uh but it, but he adds that he was called Messiah. That phrase is significant. Um, and it's significant because for a Jewish historian like Josephus, uh, he 
being a Jewish historian, he, he's not he's he's noncommittal about Jesus. He's he's not he's he's not a believer in mm-hmm, Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's 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 more a neutral statement. It's a it's a statement of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just so, telling what the, the records are, you know. That's right. That's right. There. So some years later, he's writing. Thirty mm-hmm. uh, or more years later, he's he's referring to the fact that Jesus uh, clearly did exist. Uh, as I said, it's a neutral statement. It's a statement of fact uh, of what some people call Jesus. It's not a confession of faith. Uh, let let me share another statement from Josephus. He says this. Uh, around this time there lived Jesus, a wise man, if indeed one ought to call him a man. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes on. For he was one who did surprising deeds and a teacher of such people as accept the truth gladly. He won over many Jews and many of the Greeks. He was the Messiah. When Pilate, upon hearing him, accused by men of the highest standing among us, had condemned him to be crucified... Those who in the first place came to love him did not give up their affection for him. For on the third day, he appeared to them restored to life. Mm. The prophets of God had prophesied this and countless other marvelous things about him. And the tribe of Christians so-called after him have still to this day not died out. Wow. Here's Josephus, a historian writing... Um, something that really uh, sums up uh, Jesus, doesn't it? Uh, our, our understanding of, of what the, the biblical record is. Uh, we actually learn a lot from this, don't we, Nick? Uh, we learn here that, Je- that, that Josephus uh, clearly confirms that Jesus existed as mm. a man. Mm. Uh, we, we learn here about his, his name, not just as Jesus, but again as the Messiah. Um, we also find here that, that Josephus is verifying um, the events about um, his crucifixion. He refers to Pilate. Yeah. Um, he refers to the crucifixion, and he refers to the fact that he was raised raised to life. And what, so, what's interesting there, Joseph, I can just interrupt a second here. Now, he was not a believer in Jesus. No. But he's writing down as a historian... The facts that Jesus, who is called the Messiah, who was the brother of uh, James, existed. That that's uh, you know evidence, history. That's right. Because if you will hear this from uh, one of his disciples, you may say, "Okay," as you just said earlier. Oh, this can be just a biased uh, approach. That's right. But in this case, he is just recording facts. That's right. That's right. Yep. Now. Um, let me share from a, another uh, historian, Tacitus, uh, sometimes more formally known as Caius or Gaius or Publius Cornelius Tacitus. Mm-hmm. He lived from about 55, 55 AD through to 118 AD. Uh, he was a Roman senator, orator, mm-hmm. ethnographer, and arguably one of the best Roman historians mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, Tacitus's last major work, titled Annals, was written about 116, 117 AD. So we're talking about um, 
80 something years 80s, after the end. That's right. Mm-hmm. 80 years later. Okay. So we're, we're talking, yeah, that's a significant period of time later. Um, Tacitus wrote, uh, annals, um, as we said, about 116 AD, 117. He includes there a biography of Nero. Mm. Now, Nero, it was in 64 AD that Nero, um, that, that there was the fire in Rome and Nero was suspected of secretly ordering the burning of a part of the town where he wanted to carry out a building project. Mm. And, uh, and so he tried to shift the blame to Christians. Mm-hmm. So this was the occasion for Tacitus to mention Christians whom he, de- whom he despised. Mm-hmm. Okay, Now, we're sharing a little bit of History, history yeah, yeah, yeah. People might be wondering, well, what's this got to do with it? But what we want to point out here is, um, is a Roman historian recording about um, the events of, of Nero, suspected of burning apart, and so Nero wants to shift the blame onto Christians. And, um, and so, yeah, Tacitus uh, isn't favorable to Christians, but notice what he wrote, and this is, this is a translation of what he wrote. Neither human effort nor the emperor's generosity nor the placating of the gods ended the scandalous belief that the fire had been ordered by Nero. Mm-hmm. Therefore, to put down the rumor, Nero substituted as culprits and punished in the most unusual ways those hated for their shameful acts, whom the crowd called Christians. The founder of this name, he writes, the founder of this name, Christ, had been executed in the reign of Tiberius by the procurator Pontius Pilate. Mm. Suppressed for a time, the deadly superstition erupted again, uh, not only in Judea, the origin of this evil, but also in the city of Rome, where all things horrible and shameful from everywhere come together and become popular. Yeah. Tacit. Nick, let, let me, yeah, notice what we find here. Tacitus presents four pieces of accurate knowledge about Jesus. One, uh, Christ, it, used by Tacitus to refer to Jesus. Mm. Uh, second thing, uh, this Christ was associated with the beginning of a movement called Christians. He refers to that there, whose origin, whose name originated from his. The third thing he refers to was that he was executed uh, by the Roman governor of Judea. And the fourth thing he refers to is the time of his death was during Pontius Pilate's governorship of Judea. Mm. Mm. So we, here we have another historian referring to Jesus, his life, his death, and, uh, and, and, and what took place and the people who, who believed and follow him. He's confirming that Jesus definitely existed. Uh, and just, just very quickly, Nick, I, we can mention a, a couple of others. Um, th- this is significant, such as um, uh, Thallus, um, who quoted Julius Africanus in 220 AD, mm-hmm. um, refers to a, uh, an event that, Surrounding the, the the dark day when Jesus died, um, so we're talking now over a hundred years later. Uh, there are records, historical records, referring to the events that that prove that Jesus lived. Yeah, and also you mentioned uh, that uh, this historian mentioned the name Christus. Yeah, because that's a significant thing. You know, if we go to to look into this, uh, what that mean uh, meant. You know, the the word Christos, because that refers to the Son of God. Yeah. It's very interesting here, again, a historian who may not be a follower of Jesus, a a Christian, but he is referring to Jesus not only as um, just a, a historical figure. But more than that, mentioning that name, uh, Christus. That's exactly right. Mm. 
Right, Joseph, uh, time is going so yep. quick today. We are uh, almost out of uh, time, but just um, very quickly, uh, in in few words, if you could just uh, bring it together uh, today. Sure. We are talking today about uh, did Jesus really exist? Yes, and uh, we have found that there is a number of evidences that show that Jesus did really exist. We have the obviously the record of the Bible itself. Uh, we have a number of accounts in the in the with the Gospels that show us that Jesus did exist. We have people who were around at his time, and uh, and we have uh, years later uh, historians um, who who document, who refer to the life of Jesus, that he definitely did exist. And so, Nick, we, we, without a doubt, we can we can know that Jesus certainly mm. did exist. And uh, and ultimately, what we have is we have men and women who have down through the centuries. Uh, discovered that Jesus was not just a historical person, that he certainly did exist, but he was who he claimed to be, the Son of God, mm, mm. and they believed in him. And down through time, right down still to our day, people are coming to faith and believe in this Jesus Christ who clearly did exist. Yeah. And this is what we are going to go a little bit more deeper uh, during the week, mm. uh, to look at the, the fact that... Uh, uh, Jesus is not only a historical figure, uh, but he's the one who, um, who is resurrected, uh, as he uh, said even said that's before, right. yes. prophesied, uh, and he's our uh, savior. And that's yeah. very important that uh, to learn that he's our our savior, and how important it will be to accept Jesus as your personal uh, savior. It looks like uh, our time is up for um, today. Uh, thank you for joining uh, uh, Nick Rita and uh, Joseph Matichik on uh, today's uh, program, talking about did Jesus really exist? And we are asking to join us again uh, tomorrow as we are looking into the next topic, is Jesus more than a great moral teacher? If you like to write a comment or send us an SMS, please do that on 0401-305-077 or visit our website, faithfm.com.au. Writing an email also, you can info at faithfm.com.au. Looking forward to see you again, but until then, may God richly bless you. And I will, I'm leaving you with these words from... Uh, uh, John fourteen twenty seven. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. Until next time, may God richly bless you. And I'm leaving you with this uh, song. I must tell Jesus. I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot bear these burdens alone. In my
Jesus, I must tell. 